T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's go now. You fired the first shot. Let's go, man. Jason Leisure. I'm here in the studio at The Score. This is a very, very special honor for you. There's reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. Are you not getting your questions answered? No, of course not. I don't know if I really look at it that way, Jay. Co-host of the Sports Adjacent Podcast. I still definitely crave Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. I could eat myself sick on that, but I'd be happy. Jason Leisure with Bernstein and Holmes on the score. We love Jason Jason Leisure, and I got to tell you, if you have not listened to the latest episode of the Sports Adjacent Podcast, you need to, because the telling of Tony Gill going or planning on going to the Bears game on Saturday, update, he did go, was amazing. Amazing. I was entertained following that, not being here, and also a little worried for young Tony. We were too, and I think we all were surprised at the level of maturity with which Tony ended up going to the game. And like he he put a video up of him like prepping and getting ready for the game, which are all things we thought he'd go out there in an extra hoodie. <laughs> what? You we guys, did you, really we you all two, A two, Jason. A two. You guys are so impressed that he put on cold weather gear to go to a cold weather game. And here's my question for you, Layla. Are you equally impressed? Like when you see a five-year-old who is properly dressed to be out in the snow and out in the cold, do you think to yourself, oh, that that five-year-old's really on top of things? I have to tell you, because I'm not from here and I'm not around many five-year-olds for that specific occasion, that I can't speak to it because, well, it just doesn't happen. That's fine. I'll fill you in. Uh, uh, There was a mom or a dad or an older sibling involved in making sure that that five-year-old was dressed appropriately to go outside in 10-degree weather. And that is not unlike what happened here because Tony, like for all the goofiness of Tony Gill, he's married to somebody that is thoroughly and completely impressive. He is married to a bona fide, mature, grown-up woman. And she's not about to, like, let him go outside underdressed in 10-degree weather. I I walked away very impressed. I think that we need need to allow for Tony to have the agency of growing up and allowing for him to have made the decision to to put on some real clothes and cover up his face and understand uh, where – I did have a question about his theory about going to the bathroom. Um 
that was an interesting theory that he had. So odd. I actually think he might be right, though. No. Go on. Okay. All Layla, right, so I don't know if you're if you're aware of this, but I'm. You got me curious look, now. Look, look, also, do you ahead. have binoculars? Like, how did you get such a close and good picture? That's another. This? That's another question I want to ask briefly, and then I want Lawrence to fill you in on Tony's um, very unscientific theory about I, holding I, I, in his pee. Allow but, allow me to distill his his thesis statement down. Okay, all right, let's do that first. Okay, this is what Tony was trying to express. When you go to the bathroom, you lose body heat. And I think that that can actually be proven scientifically to be correct. That can't be true. I just don't know about that. That, that, asserts, that asserts that what you're letting out is inherently warm, and it's not. It's it warm is. Because it's warm because it's in your body. Your body is what's creating the warmth. Okay. I, I'm just saying that it didn't seem that crazy if you actually just distill it down to one sentence no. instead of what Tony was trying to do, where he's also doing a bit and he's talking about, well, you know, you got like just if you distill it down to one sentence, it actually kind of makes sense. Hold on. There's really a pretty easy way to challenge this. Doesn't everybody have like really good thermometers now because of the pandemic? Just see what happens before and after you pee. Well, I, I had a moment this weekend when I thought about it, and I don't know if it was one of those things where because I was thinking about it, it happened. But I had a moment where I was like, feel a little colder after that. Tony may have been right. Now, your temperature will reflect fertility in a lot of cases and when your cycle goes through. Oh. That's not really a conversation that might pertain to Tony. <laughs> Perhaps the missus. But, uh, yeah, there's that. But I'm in, I'm impressed. So all right, I I don't know if we have any. We probably do. Score listeners are very varied. So if there is someone in the medical profession that could tell us whether or not, and maybe it's not real. Maybe it's a sensation. Also, just don't hold like well, bodies are supposed in, to do correct. things. Holding in it is bad anyway. But if we do have a doctor in the house, that would probably help us in that regard. Okay, well, you don't you don't get to place your bet after the fact. So I guess in this um, science bet we're making, you're going, you're aligning yourself with the scientist Tony Gill, and I'm just gonna go ahead and take the field. I'm just gonna take the field on this one. Yeah, you're- I'm I'm with you, Jason. I just am like, wait, but isn't your body doing the warming of the exactly? It's in your body. Okay, hey, Lay- Layla, you asked about the binoculars, and Tony knew from the jump that. I told him I can see these seats perfectly from where I sit in the press box. <gasps> no. Does he or do, does he skip out on this game if he doesn't know that? Oh, I think he might. Yes, I agree with you that he would have he would have completely lied to you. Lawrence is trying said, to get me to skip out on the game watching it at home. He would he would have told you that he went to that game and had a great time and stayed the whole time had you not had the check and balance in place that you were able to see the seats from the press box. <laughs> he knew that in advance. I saw him. I did meet up with him. I wasn't going down to those seats because it was cold. But he had United Club access. So I I saw him in the United Club at halftime. And I gave him a hug. And it was like it was like hugging the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Like I didn't hug. I didn't hug Tony. I hugged what felt like a, a, a pile of pillows. That like there nice. was he. He was so yeah, it was. It was actually quite lovely lately. You're right, uh, but like I don't know where Tony was under all that because he was that layered up. So he did take proper precautions. And I'm just happy that he seemingly survived. Yeah. Now he took his cousin 
Guy, and Guy did not seem quite as warm. Guy seemed like he was, uh, and then the third seat went to no one because Tony couldn't find a third. I don't blame him for that. I well, will say this. He'd, he'd invited his dad, and I was like, your dad is not crazy. He's not going out there. No. And he's like, yeah, my dad's all about it. And then, uh, like, two nights before the game, Layla, he texted us, yeah, my dad's out. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I oh, will say yeah. this, yeah, though. Yeah, Pastor Gill is nobody's fool. Like, he, <laughs> he he saw the weather report and was like, no, I ain't going to that. But the Bears have some fun places to not be in the crowd. The Midway is fun. I bet United Club is really good. Well, that, I that's enjoy the... going to games at Soldier Field. So, Layla, that's the other part of this, is that the tickets that Jason gave Tony actually had a United right. Lounge component. So, theoretically... Tony could have gone to the game and actually hung out inside the whole time. And that would have been fun. Yeah, they have they have very fun places to watch the game at the game if you don't want to be in the crowd. It's like they thought about it or something. There was also a really good parking pass attached, and Tony didn't use it. He was afraid. He was afraid that driving in, it was just going to be too nuts, too crazy with traffic, and it could not have been more the opposite. So Christmas, what did he do, take the train in? I think he took an Uber. Um, but oh, like Tony. driving into that game with on, a parking, a free parking, pass. a good parking pass too, Layla driving for me, driving into that game was like on Christmas Eve in the morning, frigid temperatures seasons over They're three and 11. That was, it was comparable to driving into games in 2020 when fans weren't allowed. It was no more difficult than driving and parking at target the day after tomorrow, just football version. Was it, it was, Wal- was it Waldron deck parking? Yes. Oh, Tony. Tony, you, come on, man. Uber? That's that's just bad business. You I got mean, that think of the walk. I mean, you don't they don't drop you off at the stadium uh, when you Uber. No, that is quite the walk. Oh, and the Waldron deck is right there. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad he survived. I'm glad that, that you got him the tickets. He did have the experience, which I think is a little bit overblown. Um, the idea of even you what, when you want the NFL experience of going to a game is August, September, and maybe October, maybe October. League wide, get league wide. Give me the first week of October. Definitely inside, if if that's what you want. But the product's so much better on the, on television that you kind of don't want to go. If you take that, if you take that same game, you know Bears three and eleven against the odds-on current favorite to win the championship in December on Christmas Eve, you take that same thing and put it in a nice, beautiful indoor stadium, it would have been full. There would have been no tickets going for 30 bucks at, uh, you know, right before kickoff like there were on Saturday. Like, the, it's just that people don't want to freeze. Everybody's pretty happy to go to a Bears game probably anytime, no matter who they're playing and no matter how bad the season is, but not if it's like 10 degrees. That's it. I also think there could be options, like when you have a retractable roof, then you can enjoy the outside when the outside is enjoyable, and then make it inside when the outside is not enjoyable. Just a thought. Just a suggestion for those who might be building stadiums. 40 miles from here. As far as <laughs> as far as far this product that we saw on television, it wasn't very good either. But I think there's a there's a couple things that were brought up. Lawrence and I were talking about play calling, for example. I know you're keen on that when it comes to trying to figure out, A, the offense developing, and then B, talent evaluation. What did you think of what you saw out of play calling and then just how many series they had where they couldn't even move the chains? 
they just keep defaulting to play calling that is of necessity in the moment. And it, there hasn't been a lot of like big picture thinking to the play calling for me. Uh, and they've been just doing what they got to do to try to win games in a season where they're not going to win any games. And as far as not being able to move and get first downs and move the offense, the offense looking bad, who's out there? I mean, when you go back and look at film, you see plays where because of who's out there with Justin Fields, the other team is getting pressure with a four-man rush. So it gives them all the freedom in the world to have a spy to make sure that Fields doesn't run and no wide receivers are open. And those pass rushers are in his face the second he plants his back foot. What's somebody supposed to do with that? I, I don't really know what we're getting out, what we got out of these last two weeks against Philly and Buffalo when it came to Justin Fields. And I know that they were in both games, uh, even though that Buffalo score got pretty lopsided late. But it is almost to the point where when they talk about preseason games, Layla, and they say, well, we want to get this guy some work, maybe the quarterback or whoever but we don't have enough of an offensive line or receivers to really make that safe for him. So we're not going to do it for that reason. It feels like that right now. Like if you're not going to have white hair and Jenkins and you're down your top three wide receivers, I just, I don't see what Justin Fields is gaining from this. What, what have they said that he's gaining from it? Learning how to win Lawrence. Learn well, how to win. Well, they're, they're not learning not. how to win because they're not That's winning. The thing. Well, you'd have to learn how to win by just imagining some things going differently, I guess. I, I, they're not, I don't see how uh, they're accomplishing that either, although that is what they want to try to do these last two games, and I'm terrified of it. I am not, all, I'm not in for tanking in general, but when you're, when you're this close, when it's just these last two games and you just got to lose them to get the number one possibly pick, I, you should make sure that you do that. And yeah. Matt Eberflus would not be having this conversation at all. We kind of talked about this with him yesterday, but I, I'm I'm very concerned that like Houston's going to win a game. Houston's going to give the Bears the break they need to get the number one pick, and the Bears are going to win both of their last two games and not get it and end up picking like sixth. Oh, that's disturbing. That's a and doomsday scenario for a very currently bad situation. If you go into that finale against the Vikings and they have nothing to play for, which I think is probable. No, I think they'll still have something to play for. Even though you, you can't catch the, the the Eagles, you still want to be the highest seed possible. They'll be guaranteed a home game in the first round. But let's just say for argument's sake that they don't need the game or decide they don't care about the game. Uh, why would you try? Why would you win that? What, what, what are you gaining out of going out and beating the Vikings third stringers? And costing yourself possibly the number one pick in the draft. Don't fall for that. Don't don't play just don't don't play Justin Fields for very long or at all in that game. Don't don't mess that up. But I do think you're onto something when it comes to you and I are in the same camp when it comes to saying, hey, I want to see as much Chase Claypool as I possibly can in these next two games if he's healthy. I want to see as much Alex Leatherwood. I want to see as much Nikhil Harry. I want to see as much of whoever you got. Valus Jones. Took a, yeah, that you He's took, back, baby. Right, and they, they had a nice play. And I think I read that that was a training camp play that they had worked on previously, and it worked out really well. Whatever you need to see out of those players, make this 17-game schedule that has never seemed more unnecessary in the league count. Make it count. Show me something. I mean, how much did we hang our hats on that second half of the game against Pittsburgh last year? We can do the oh. same thing with these next two games. 
Well, you need fields to play for all of those things to be worthwhile. And that's fine. If that's, if they can actually, they would actually be accomplishing something in doing what you're saying. But if the offensive line is unsafe for someone to play, then I'd rather Nathan Peterman take the unsafe snaps. And if Chase Claypool is not going to play and Equinemius St. Brown, I don't think he's going to be on the team next year, at least not in a significant role if he does come back. I mean, if you're not, if you don't have a safe offensive line and you don't have receivers that are going to be part of things next year, I, you're, you're having a, it's going to be hard for you to convince me that Justin Fields would get something out of this or would, would be, wouldn't be needed in these final two games. According to the bears is Justin Fields healthy. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think Matt Eberflus was a little irritated. I think it's worn on him. The losing. I do too. He has been, um, nothing but courteous and professional to deal with, even though he doesn't answer questions. A lot of times he has been, uh, a perfect gentleman and and still that's true even on Sunday but he he was explaining what happened to Fields in that press conference and I just I didn't I wasn't quite sure if I heard him right and so I just quickly interjected and said something like you said he stepped someone stepped on his foot and he he took this tone with me where he was like yes what I said was someone stepped on his foot okay and then continued on. And it's like, it didn't qualify as rude by any means. But I was like, there's something there. He, he's, he's not in a good mood after this. He, three and 12, like even when you know it's coming, isn't fun. I think you've spent enough time with him to know what you're hearing when he says it. I, I just think God bless him every time I hear him talk about how they need to finish games better. Because I was like, yeah, that, that was valid against, say, Detroit when you're up two touchdowns. But right now... I just don't know. I just don't buy that whole thing on two fronts. One, I don't think you learn how to finish games, really. I think if you're good, you'll make good plays. But also, who who's learning this? Like, who besides... Who that's going to be here will it, be able to benefit from the winning aspect of it other than Justin Fields on the offensive perfect, side. Perfectly said. Thank you. By the way, like my, Dan and I were kind of working through this last week, and one of the epiphanies that I had is that for the people that believe in the concept of learning how to win, if we go back to the Washington game and the Bears win that game, I think the Bears are worse off because I don't think any of the come to Jesus would have happened. I don't think they would have changed a thing on what they were, and I don't think that Justin Fields would have blossomed the way that he did after the retrospective that they did during the mini buy. And it's the best thing that they've done. Probably it's the yep. best thing you could credit this coaching staff for because if Darnell I, Mooney makes that catch, I don't think that they rework things. I feel better about the report the next day that he wants an extension. I will say that <laughs> I feel much better about that report. That was pretty wild. The next I think day for the, for the most part, he might not have had control over that coming out, but I think for the most part, like I feel like the bears are headed the right way right now. I feel like they're on track, but I also feel that Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles have only done what anybody would have done. What anyone would have done as far as tearing it down and building the offense around so far, like so far they've done the right thing, but anybody would have, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable uh, putting Eberflus and Poles together. 
I think that but they are together. I I know, but I think that it is a much clearer vision because the the general manager's job is to worry about the future of the franchise, which means is sometimes he's going to be in conflict with the head coach. Like I I am uncomfortable saying that Matt Eberflus. Well, I would be okay with someone being like, of course, Ryan Poles is trying to get the best draft pick that he can get. I am uncomfortable with the idea of Matt Eberflus is intentionally trying to get the best draft pick that he can get. I think that that he's okay that there's a byproduct of them getting the best draft pick that they can get, but he's trying to win every game. I think that what I'm saying is not totally different from what you're saying, but that they they were totally aligned philosophically in offloading everybody and offloading Mac. Quinn, Roquan Smith, all these things. Right. Maybe maybe even putting people on IR, too, as the the season has gone along. The thing I wanted to give Matt Eberflus credit for and Luke Getze credit for that I think is very promising and isn't just what the default that anybody else would have done was that uh, that reset that they did after the Washington game. And the way that they – the thing I like about Matt Eberflus that he's done well is he has adjusted. And Matt Nagy, that was the thing. He just couldn't do it. He couldn't adjust ever in any way at any time on any scale, not within a game, not halftime adjustments, not over the course of a season, not over the course of four seasons. It was stubborn, bullheaded. This is the way. Don't worry. Year four is when this is finally going to click. And then it didn't. Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze got in, you know, and and Alan Williams, too, because you see him blitzing when that has never been part of the Matt Eberflus, Alan Williams philosophy. They're adjusting. They're, they're willing to say, let's recalibrate. Let's say, hey, this is what Justin Fields is good at. Hey, this is what our defensive line is not good at. Let's change. I've... And I think that's really, really good because you're going to get different players all the time. If Matt Eberflus coaches the Bears for 10 years, it, he's going to be all different players coming through, and you're going to have to adjust. I appreciate you bringing up the blitz component because I do think that that is something that has significantly changed over the last few games, and you're seeing a real benefit. I know that sounds crazy, but you can't argue with how the defensive numbers have shaken out against some of the best teams in the league recently. Yeah, and you don't want that to be how you play going forward. You don't want Jaquan Brisker to be your leader in sacks going forward. The whole no. thing. And you don't I mean, want the secondary to be leading in tackling either, but it's that's a start. Where Lay- Layla, like, I, I, get, I completely understand the logic of uh, if they get the first or second pick, something like that, or wherever they end up picking, trading down and getting more picks out of that. But the one thing that I would be all about keeping that pick for would be just a Miles Garrett-type pass rusher, just somebody that you think is just awesome because that's the second most important thing you could have on your roster. After quarterback, it's that. The capital that they'll have, it doesn't even matter if they're one or three in my world, um, is going to be huge, and they can use that to rebuild this whole damn thing. They Hopefully. got Russell Wilson dead cat money is what they have. Fam, if that had <laughs> taken place, whoo-wee, we would be having a much different conversation right now. Mr. Leisure, thank you very much. We appreciate your time, sir. Thank you, guys. I love being on with you. See you, Layla. Thanks, Jason. That was Jason Leisure of the Chicago Sun-Times. You can read his story about the Bears today. He's got a full page today <laughs> in the Sun-Times. That's the new description of how rich you are with the salary cap. Either you can afford Russell Wilson's dead cap hit or you can't. I mean, it's bad. Like, <laughs> he's really terrible. Like, there's Jeff Bezos money and there's Russell Wilson dead cap money. It's it's bad. Really bad. All right, we need to take a break. When we come back, since this weekend was so weird, 
and Layla and I have both had experiences out in these streets, we thought that we would tell you about the craziest weather games that we've covered in our careers. We will do that next here on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Love the MLB's MLP sample there. That's fantastic. That was on my uh, It's Cold playlist when people were asking me for cardio playlists. They're on my Instagram stories. And if you ever want to see Anna Kendrick rap MOP lyrics. Pretty good. you never seen that? I haven't seen it either. No. you never seen her do Annie Up? No. Alright, it's, I mean, it's clean because it was on the Ellen show because she did it in a movie. She did it in the movie with her and Blake uh, Reynolds. What's Ryan Reynolds' wife's Blake name? Blake Lively. Blake Lively. What movie is that? Is that Pitch Perfect? No, no. It's Pitch another Perfect. movie. It's actually a really good movie until like the very end of it, but she as she is hyping herself up for something, she does a verse from Annie Up. And then Ellen asks her to do the verse again. And I, mean, I don't know if you ever heard the song Annie Up, but it is, it's about robbing people. If you ever what? watch a Bears game, you've heard it. Yes. But is it, wait, is it like Orange Juice Jones, my favorite song of yeah, 2022? Yeah, kind of. It might Things already. you couldn't even pronounce. It might already be in the vault, Ray. But if it's not, it's only like. It's only like 45 seconds, but she she eats it. Like, she loved that song, and she ate it. So if you can find it before we're done, good. 
Um, yes, it is. It has been cold, and this week had me thinking back to the worst weather game that I covered. I'm trying to find the picture. It, unfortunately, I think I have to go on the Facebook to to find the picture. But the worst game that I covered was the Bears versus Vikings, December twentieth, two thousand ten, at TCF Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. The day where Corey Wooten ended Brett Favre. It was in, the weather was terrible. It was it was a blizzard. That was also the day that Roger Goodell was there at the game, and then I got in trouble with the NFL because here I'll paint the picture. I'm in the gym working out before, like go get a shower go do some reading, do my hit with Dan and Terry, and and head over to the stadium, right? I'm in the gym. I guess now, I mean, the statute of limitations is, is up. I can probably say this. Jerry Angelo is in the gym with me, okay? Now, I usually, when it comes to stuff like that, I try not to bother people. I got an alert on my phone. You do the Buster screen, Mark Grody? Yeah, I try to leave people alone. I also want to be left alone. Um, when I'm at the gym, I get an alert on my phone that Brett Favre, who had already been, it's a Monday game. He had been designated as out, not doubtful, out, that he was starting that game. And so I said to Jerry, how is this possible? He then got off the treadmill and they all had to go figure out what the hell was going on. I ran into a Bears coach and told him, and the Bears coach was, he couldn't believe it. Like, he sat there in disbelief. He's like, that is not how that works. That is not the way that this is supposed to go. Blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, I know. He's like, you make sure you ask some questions about this. I was like, oh, I plan on it. Roger Goodell did, like, a, a media session with us, with Minnesota Media, Chicago Media, and I asked the question about how someone designated out could then end up playing and if that's an unfair advantage to that team. And I got the runaround, and my colleagues in the room laughed, even though they all wanted the answer to that question. <laughs> Lawrence, how dare you ask that question that we want? So then, because I didn't get the answer, I asked again later on in the press conference about it. And then after the press conference, I got the who are you and who do you work for from one of Roger's lieutenants. That was a thing. Peggy took a picture of me on the field doing my hit with Boers and Bernstein. And I'm literally like I have my my jacket up, my coat up like this so that I could talk on the phone while I'm doing my hit. Because the wind was that bad. It, the, it, the snow was kidding me in the face while I was doing the, the hit with the boys. But that's, that's my worst. What's your worst? The 2011 season uh, for football that began in, in, the, in August, September 2011 was also coinciding with the worst summer on record in Austin where we had 100 straight days over 100. And Ooh, I didn't even think I about hot. Put, I got put into wildfire <laughs> coverage. A time or two, like we had, we had fire suits and all that because it was serious business. And uh, there was a UT six o'clock kickoff, six, and they have sport turf. 
and it was 163 oh! degrees. No! On the turn. 163. Like, it was a thing. We all measured it. We talked about it. Obviously, that would have gone viral had it been now. But there was, like, four of us who had Twitter at the time or something, and I didn't take a picture because my phone didn't have a lot of memory. These are 2011 problems. And uh, I believe a reporter fainted because of dehydration, essentially, and heat exhaustion. That whole summer, I uh, we had reporters have shoes melt. It was it was pretty bad. Like I lived in one hundred and sixty three degrees on the field. Yeah, and I because you know the temperature radiates upward. One hundred percent. It's kind of like a hot car effect. So that was probably the worst. Was just shooting everything, and at the time I was still shooting. I didn't have to shoot that game, but I had the the thirty five pound XD camera with like the ten pound. It was probably twenty five pounds with the ten pound battery. And it was, uh, it was rough. Like it was. Is that one of those games? It was dry you- fit every day, like skirts and like Bermuda shorts, and like you're just hoping your your stuff doesn't melt. You can get your video, and yeah. Those feel like the types of days where you lose five pounds. Like you lose you five pounds you of don't water. Use the restroom because no matter how much water you drink, you're just sweating it out. Yeah. I would never thought about heat. I thought you were oh. going to do like, the, I thought there might have been like a rain game in Philly or something like that. No, I mean, we had rain, but like usually there was lightning accompanied with it. So like you just go underneath wherever. I attended a game where there was a tornado warning once. I was performing for my high school's uh, dance team, you know, we like dance at the half and we all wear the cowboy hats and the boots and we kick. And uh, it was a game against South Lake Carroll. And there was a tornado warning, so we all had to take refuge in the high school. Is that Nick Foles, Drew Brees' school? No, that's Austin Westlake. Westlake. South Lake okay. Carroll is Chase Daniel and the like. Hall of Famer. Riley Dodge, etc. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those severe weather where I was performing at halftime in high school. And I had a conversation with Dennis Francioni about it because TCU was also playing. And, like, years later, we talked about that game. So he's like, I had to have the whole team, like, run inside, essentially. And he was coaching LT then. Like, that was when LaDainian Tomlinson was at TCU. Um, so there was that. And then, uh, yeah, it was definitely 163 <sighs> in 2011. 2011, I remember shooting a high school baseball game in May. And the temperature at 11 a.m. was already 94. And I was like, this is going to be bad this year. Like, when it's already 94 at, like, 11 in the morning, that's... That's just, no good. And it just got worse. Ray, were you able to find Anna Kendrick? You were? All right, let's do it. Can't say any other words in that song. Nope. None. But that particular verse, she was on it and ate that. Shout out to Anna Kendrick.
Speaking of securing bags and Chase Daniel. Hall of Famer. Boy, do I bank. have something for you. Oh, next? They're not low rates. <laughs> After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein at Homes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. So what's this about this Monday night football game that touched us all? Well, there was something like funny. An angel. There was something funny that happened because the football was so bad in the first quarter that it caused Joe Buck to do a Christmas carol. That was a fun first quarter. Five first downs, four punts, three interceptions, two successful challenges, no third down conversions, and a partridge in a Sing it, Joe Buck. Let's go. Second down and anyway. <laughs> That happened last night on the ESPN broadcast because it was terrible. Sing it, Joe Buck. Let's go. That's that's as funny as Joe singing. The first quarter of that game was death, and I'm glad Joe did it. You also had something from the game. Well, our old friend, Mr. Secure the Bag himself, wanted to let everybody know He'll be getting some playoff checks. What's going on, guys? Omar Rank, D-Hall. I wish I could be in studio with you, but I am celebrating in the locker room for a big dub to end week 16. The Chargers are going back to the playoffs. It was a heck of a game. Our defense, to me, really stood out. They had no conversions whatsoever on third down. They only had one on fourth down, three interceptions. We got to play a little better on offense, but... The mood in the locker room right now is just unbelievable. It's the first time personally I've been in the playoffs since 2018 with the Chicago Bears. Uh, Rank, I know you'd like that one, but we got two weeks left. We got to finish strong. It was a heck of a game, heck of an atmosphere. Just so glad that we were able to be able to win. Chase Daniel, Hall of Famer at the bank. Does he actually get playoff checks or is that part of the... No, he'll get a playoff check. It'll be less than the check that he makes... In the regular season, though. But he'll still get another check. But he will still get another check, Does and he won't have to work that hard to get it. That's yes, why he's a Hall of I've Famer at the bank. Playoffs since 2018 with the Chicago Bears. Double doink. Yeah, he'll make... The man is amazing. He'll make less money than he would make, but he also be making... He wouldn't be making any money if the Chargers weren't in the playoffs. So it's all, at, all addition for Hall of Famer at the bank. Let me tell you something about that high school he went to. They weren't hurting for cash either. Hey, 
That's where all like the former Texas Rangers kids go, teach, except for Pat Mahomes. He went to White House. Teach your sons to be just good enough to play in the NFL. I, seriously, he, he. I found that just video. Just good enough. I found that video and I was like, jackpot. You damn for right. Me and for you, Jack jackpot for Chase. Just think about the interest Chase Daniel earns on just the money he has lying around. Hey, it's the reason why the bank is named Chase. That guy stays winning. I'm not he's even my, mad. He's my favorite. I love it. I love it. Get that paper and don't get hurt. He's not even broadcasting. He just he, stands there. Guess what? He's going to be as soon as it's over. Chase Daniels going to end up in somebody's booth, and he's going to get more money, more money, more money. Are you That's kidding? why he's a Hall of Famer. Chase Daniels at gonna the be, bank. He's going to be the dude who like finds the next wildly successful MLM or something. Hey, I, that guy, everything he touches turns into mounds of cash. Smart man. He's flush with cash. He doesn't even need to be hit by Alexis. Teach your sons to be just good enough quarterbacks to make it to the NFL and let them have a little bit of personality and they will eat forever. Hall of Famer at the bank. Two other Hall of Famers at the bank. Matt Spiegel and Adam Hogue going to join us next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 